is now. Welcome to the second season of Fisher Link presented by Fisher Inc., a podcast for the Fisher College of Business to highlight stories in and around Ohio State that you may not have heard about. My name is Brent Koffenbarger, and I'm joined by my co-host, Paige Palmer. We're excited to bring our listeners another year's worth of notable stories and interesting guests. This week, we're joined by Dr. Margie Bogenschutz, who serves as the Senior Director of Undergraduate Career Management at Ohio State. We'll be discussing a range of topics that fall under the Office of Career Management's umbrella to help you learn a little bit more about the office as the internship and career search enters full swing. Margie, thanks for joining us. I'm happy to be here. Thanks. So you've been with Ohio State in the Office of Career Management for a while. How have you seen it change over the years? What is something that maybe is being like recommended, pushed, taught now that maybe wasn't a few years ago or like longer than that? What's like kind of that big change that you've seen? So I think the biggest change, no surprise, is technology and how that's driven um, both the internship and the job search. Uh, mostly from just uh, the process uh, point of view in terms of platforms that we use to be able to connect students with employers and connect them with job opportunities. Um, The other biggest change is just the expectations that employers have um, regarding students. Interviews today are much more strategic than they were before, and the expectations are are just really high. Um, Kind of along the lines of the technology, a lot of companies now as part of their strategy are using video interviews. And so we've actually integrated that into the Quick program. So there are companies that are literally doing all of their on camp all of their campus interviews with college students virtually. They're not coming on campus anymore. That's kind of the extreme. Um, most companies are doing one of their rounds virtually. So um, getting students um, comfortable with, you know, doing a video interview, et cetera, is something that we're starting to focus on now. So you mentioned like technology and uh, one of the, like the big technology things since I've been here was the development of Handshake, which I believe was rolled out over summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how's that like when? Has that been like a pretty good process? Like on my end, I thought it's pretty good, but I guess I don't really have anything to compare it to. Yeah. So I think from the system that we used to use, uh, Handshake is just more, more current. So um, and it's it's based on platforms that students are more used to using. So it's kind of a, a combination of LinkedIn and Pinterest, and so uh, we feel that students, from the feedback we've been getting, they're they're able to navigate it pretty easily, and we've gotten really good feedback from our students. So we did spend a lot of time this summer making sure everything, you know, from the back end was wor- working the way it's supposed to work. But I, the employers love it. I think the students are are happy with it. So definitely, yeah, I've had a really a really good experience with it so far. But I want to go back a little bit to. Um, Obviously, one of the most well-known services of the OCM is Quick Certification. For those who don't know, Quick stands for Qualified Undergraduate Interview Candidate, and it's a program created to prep most students for an interview that will start their careers. So throughout the process, what would you say is the most common weakness you see in a student's interviewing ability? And even tying back into that, um, there's an interview or a video-based interview section of Quick now. So what's kind of a challenge with that that you face versus an in-person interview? So the first question, just uh, I think what derails students in interviewing, and I've done a lot of mock interviews, is just lack of preparation. Um, if, if a student doesn't pass, it is because they were not prepared. So you know, really taking the time to, uh, again, em- thinking about employers are being strategic, so you need to be strategic as well. You need to think through why are they asking this question, and be able to respond it 
according to what they're trying to assess. And that's the reason we have Quick is to try to really educate and coach students about that. Um, but in terms of preparing, you know, researching the company, targeting your answers specific to that position that you're interviewing for, to the company that you're interviewing for, why you think you're a good fit. So it takes some reflection and thought before you actually do the interview. Um, and it, you know, it shows the employers that you really know yourself pretty well, as well as you've come to know their company. With a video interview, it's interesting. I'm not sure how students feel about it. Uh, one thing to their advantage, and, and this isn't always going to be true when they do a video interview, we are finding that when before students submit that uh, for quick uh, for that last module, they do it seven or eight times. So they're redoing it and redoing it. So most of the video interviews we're watching, the answers are good because they practice it a few times. Right. Um, so in an actual video interview, you might be able to uh, redo your answer once. So we're, we're going to have to get students out of that habit <laughs> because they're not going to be able to do that. Um, but it's hard. It, it's much easier to make a good impression in person. And so that video interview is a challenge. And just practicing and practicing it, you'll get better at it. So something you kind of touched on and uh, is definitely big in interviews is like the research. And it, I think one of the biggest things I've learned over the past couple of years so doing serious research about a company is really important when pursuing employment. What kind of tips do you have for students as they research a company and how can they use that next level research to like set themselves apart throughout that whole process? So my answer is going to sound a little strange, but I think you need to start with thinking through and reflecting what's important to you um, in a company and really understanding, um, you know, what are, what are the, some three to five really key things that you're looking for in a company. It could be size. It could be what their values are. It could be their social responsibility. It could be their products and services. It could be the industry that they're in, right? So a lot of different ways to go with that. But what is important to you? Because once you have that set as you're researching companies, you can use that criteria to evaluate. And if you sat in an interview and you told employers, you know, the reason that you're interested in their company is because they fit some of the things that are important to you and you go on to give really specific examples of that, that's going to be very impressive to a recruiter. Um, and that and that helps you also to find out what, you know, things about the company that, that you feel like what you would connect with and that you it would be a good fit for you, right? Because at the end of the day, the recruiters and you as students, you're looking for a company that you feel like you could fit, fit, fit in well with, so... Absolutely. So switching gears a little bit, um, something that's intimidating to a lot of students is the career fair. We had the Fisher one a couple of years ago, or years, a couple of weeks ago, and we had the Ohio State one uh, just this past week. So personally, I feel like it can be a little bit hard to make any sort of serious connection with the employers, and you kind of get that lost in the crowd feeling. So what is a really a good way, in addition to research, to just make sure that you're sticking out and that your time there is well spent? Mm-hmm. And the time we'll spend is a good part of your question because students will have limited time when they go to a career fair. So, um, again, being prepared and using technology. So, you know, we have, an, we have a phone app and we Handshake also allows you to search the companies. You can filter your list by who's coming in my major, who's coming in my major that's looking for interns. Um, if you're an international student, who's sponsored? So you can target your list of companies. And you shouldn't just go in blind and walk around and, you know, see who's there. You should go in with a plan. These are my top five companies that I need to talk to. Um, and then, you know, go up to one of the companies that's not your top five to kind of practice your introduction 
the what can make you stand out is being really confident, um, introducing yourself to an employer, letting them know why you're interested in their company, um, letting them know, you know, I understand from the phone app that you're looking for, you know, finance interns and I'm really interested in that for next summer. So just really appearing confident, I think, is what makes students stand out, prepared and confident. And kind of going off of that, for me as a sophomore student, uh, especially at the career fairs, you know, I've had experiences where it's kind of a like, oh, you're a sophomore and mm, come back next year. So <laughs> how would you say to kind of handle that response and, mm-hmm. I don't know, kind of, kind of mediate that answer? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think, you know, being prepared for that, right, knowing that you're nine times out of ten, you're going to hear that. I think um, it's important to say to the to be positive, to say um, you know, I totally understand that. I understand you probably want students with more advanced business classes, um, but I, I just wanted to introduce myself, let you know I'm really interested in your company. And I'll, if you don't mind, I'd like to continue to stay in touch with you. So if you have a business card, um, I would I would like to you know connect with you a few times. But I'm definitely going to pursue you again as I as I get closer to my junior year, and then do that. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, stay in touch with them because a lot of students by the time they actually do an interview they've already met that person or had, you know, a couple of conversations with them or email exchanges. And then the interview is so much more <laughs> relaxed and comfortable. So definitely. So something you mentioned about the career fair, you said top five, uh, employers, is that like a guideline number or is that kind of something you threw out? What's like a good number because I think with how many there is, there's, I think what 171 at the Fisher one, for a lot of people, it's like, well, I should talk to like as many as possible or like what's kind of like a good way to think about that. Yeah, and that, that's totally going to be dependent on, on how much time you have to be yeah. there, right? So top five is pro- it's, that's probably a low number, right? So um, I think students should try to try to reach out to as many companies as they can. Now, if your number is 20 or 25, are you really going to be able to research that many companies before the fair? Probably not. And not that you have to do extensive research on them the way you would do for an interview, but you should, when you approach that booth, know something about the company, how to say their name, for example, what their products are, um, and why you have an interest in them, just so that you can explain that. Um, so, but yeah, and uh, and again, you know, there might there might only be twenty companies coming for. Um, internships in, in your major. In another major, there might be 80 companies that are seeking. So it's really going to depend on, on a variety of factors. But um, knowing that, you know, you're going to have three to five minutes probably at the booth with the recruiter, you might have to wait in line for 10, 15 minutes at some booths, right? Mm-hmm. So factoring that in, that's how, you know, you can kind of plan out your time. Uh, so as somebody who has been working with students for a long time to help advance their careers, what is a piece of advice you want to tell every single student you meet? Um, I guess the biggest thing to me is that, you know, you chose to study at Ohio State, and one of the reasons probably is because it's a large university with a lot of opportunities, and here at Fisher we have a lot, a lot of resources. And so, um, and and not only in the Office of Career Management, but the Undergraduate Leadership Office, the um the opportunities to get involved in student organizations that are Fisher related, um, so many opportunities. And this college is constantly bringing in speakers every every single day. So take advantage of those. Um, definitely become quick as soon as you can, as early as possible. Do it your sophomore year. Um, I definitely want to get that message out. Um, because your job search is really what you make it. There are a lot of resources and there are a lot of people here that want to help you. 
And so take advantage of that. You don't have to do it alone. Um, ultimately, it, it is up to you and you have to be motivated to do it, but take advantage of the resources that are here. I definitely hear that. I think early in my college career, I was a little, I don't know, I was a little like caught up, almost afraid to like take advantage of some of that stuff. I think I was just like a little unsure of the whole thing, but kind of wish I could go back and tell myself to use them a little bit more. I think that's probably the case for a lot of people. Uh, so I think this discussion will be really helpful to a lot of students as they move on with their careers and like job search. So thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you.